It's March 20th, 2020, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams you will lose your heartaches whatever you wish for you keep have faith in your dreams and someday your rainbow will come shining Welcome to another edition of Diz Podopolis, and this is episode 31, and we are in the very end of March, and as you all are doing, we all are um, doing our social distancing, and we are all stuck at home doing our jobs, and this is a very strange, strange world that we're living in right now. Because there's chlorine outside. There's- <laughs> Not chlorine. <laughs> chlorine is not outside. We're in- <laughs> chlorine comes from swimming pools. <laughs> We're in a quarantine. Ish, like a self-quarantine. You've heard that word. So not chlorine, quarantine. So we're self-quarantine. <laughs> yep. In our houses, and we are all um all our kids are at home doing schoolwork, which is thoroughly entertaining. Have to, I have to say, as a mom of three kids. Two with learning issues. <laughs> so everyone is almost Eloweezing around this house. We are, yes, yes. Our school is coming to us via the internet. So we're not having a tutor coming in like Eloise had a tutor come into her at the, um, what, were the palace? Was she at the, the plaza. The plaza, sorry, the plaza. She was staying at the plaza. It is like a palace, but a plaza, yes. She would imagine that. Yeah, I think Fiona's having the best school month ever, right? Um, sure. Sure. <laughs> I I got lot I need a lot I got lots of send messages for for my science science related Muppet Duff Duffies. Yeah. 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 She she did this her um science uh Muppet Duffies uh while we were in quarantine or self social distancing. So that's been interesting. So Ryan, how are things going up there in Dallas? Oh, it's very similar. Uh, Everybody's self-quarantine and working from home whenever possible and only going out to, you know, get like groceries and the necessities and that kind of thing. For the most part, things are also, you know, uh, shut down a lot up here. Um, And of course, just like across the state, all the, all the, all the students are, Learning from home, we're, we're in a world of distance learning now. Yeah, and um, it's been interesting trying to, because each of my kids gets uh, some sort of service or therapy through the school system. So my youngest has speech therapy. Uh, you've heard him a couple times on the show. Uh, since you can understand him, we will thank all the speech therapists that work at the school districts. Because <laughs> uh, I, when he was three years old, you could understand about five and that was me understanding 5%. So, you know, he's come a long way since he was three. 
And uh, my middle child gets reading services because of her uh, severe dyslexia. And they're going to be starting that up 45 minutes a day, Monday through Friday. And with her. someone wants their older child to, to go back to reading. Yes, Fiona needs to be focusing more on her reading for sure. I gave her a book the other day and she just looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) Mm. Oh, that's such a good thing. Reading, this is the time to read books. Find stuff you like and and read. Yeah. Well, it just feels like I'm memorable with with the nights when mom would stay in bed for me for a moment while I read hmm Yeah, you need to... But she's got lots of uh, Disney animated animation books you can read for sure. You can read those. You have to read them, not just look at the pretty pictures. They are gorgeous. Um, yes, I do like things detailed. Yeah, so we're getting that going. And then um, trying to figure out social skills training with Fiona also. so But, but, but there is a lot of family social skills going on because we're playing a game every night. Oh, that's good. Well, we're doing social skills now. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> but hey, what what's health? Well, being locked inside while while watching Netflix. Oh, what, what have we been watching on Netflix? What's that? Not not wasting money. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we're not spending near the money we used to spend during a month for sure. Yeah, when you eat from home and you're not driving and mm-hmm. going out to to movies in different places, yeah, you do, and that'll be good because um, things could get pretty tight because, here yes, for a lot of people. Everyone mm-hmm. has been shut down. We are, every, we and everyone have been shut down for Onward and Mulan. Oh yeah, so Mulan's been moved way way out. I'm sure they haven't even set a date for the live action Mulan movie, and unfortunately, Onward came out came out like a week before it kind of everything went shut went shuttered up uh, yeah it was everything was just starting right when out onward came out mm-hmm. and so it's actually coming out on disney plus on april 3rd which should be this friday so i'm pretty darn excited for that yeah mm-hmm. yeah but i was yeah i was i was hoping to see in their disney live action remake what one the mulan Yes, yes. Well, it's still going to come out. They just want to make I sure know. they hit a date that is beneficial to the movie and the public. They want to. Ma- they actually need to probably make money on that one since they're going to be losing it big time on Onward. Well, I, I think that was all for a little news flash. So, so let's put our travel. <laughs> She's cracking up. <laughs> Let's travel by map and put our car in the water and take a home a trip report. Oh, our trip report? Yeah, yeah. So uh, what Fiona's alluding to is uh, we were actually at Walt Disney World uh, the week that Disney made the decision to shut, I think it was on March 16th. Was that the Sunday or was that the Monday that they were closed? So we were there that weekend, uh, the last weekend that Disney was open uh, before they had to close because of the COVID-19 situation. Yeah, that was uh, Sunday, the 15th of March. Okay. Yeah. And so all the warnings started popping up on our Disney app um, on that Friday, the Friday before letting us know that everything was going to be closing down Thursday. I think it was the day. So that would have been the 12th is when they released it. I think it was like CNN and all the news channels started 
doing stories about it. They hadn't even presented it to the cast members yet. And um, people, you know, just saw it on the news and that, and then they decided on that Sunday. Now they did not shut down the hotels on that. They waited another week, but that Sunday when we were planning to leave is the day that they did uh, shut, shut down the parks. Yeah, and I think yeah. the hotels were shut down by that Friday, Friday the 20th. Mm-hmm. It's like I almost got fierce when uh, when I heard of about like Tokyo Disneyland for first closing. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like for fears, it, does, it doesn't mean they're, they're like temporarily closing it permanently. Yeah, it's temporary. Yeah, so Shanghai and Hong Kong were shut down first, then Tokyo Disney, um, and then the U.S. parks, and then finally Paris. Yep. So that the theme park line line up till summer is is ending. Yes. Yeah. And now from this day, uh, April and May are off the books. Like you can't even um, book anything for April and May. And they just came out with a special offer for families that lost their April and May. I mean, this is big money for Disney because this is your spring break. Uh, they're gonna do special deals for the summertime for those folks. It'll be interesting to see who takes those up. And it'll be interesting to see if the parks, when, when they open up too. Yeah, yeah. If, if and when. And then it'll be, a, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. at that point. So, yeah. And I really, um, for, the, for the cast members that, you know, I know they're getting paid for a little while, but I know it won't be indefinitely. And so I really feel for them and their families um, mm-hmm. during this time because this is going to be really hard on a lot of cast members and a lot of families oh, just for across sure. the U.S. in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's, gonna, it's a huge domino effect on, on most people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you, things close down that you didn't think. Like people are dentist hygi- dental hygienists. You didn't think that job would be closed down for a while, but... Uh, yeah, we actually got all our teeth, you know, three days before they shut down all the dental hygienists and the dental, the dental places. I'm, I'm assuming if you have a medical issue, you can go in and see a dentist because that's, that is kind of important. But, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there are certain services like that, that are open that, you know, I'm sure you'll have to, it may not be your normal dentist. You'll mm-hmm. have to go find, find, find somebody who is open, but they are keeping a lot of medical services open. So that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, so we um, want to start talking about. Yep, I'm bursting myself to grow some wings. Grow some wings. Okay. Why are we growing? Some, why are we growing some wings? Because my my back back scallop, but but no, some some hot wings. Some back back up. The Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay, so yeah, so hang tight, and we're going to tell you about our most recent trip, and we're going to start with our stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge and the Animal Kingdom Park. Now it's time to head over to Area 71. All right, so tonight on Dispodopolis, we are going to start off with um, Fiona and my recent stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Kidani Village. So this is the villas, the Disney Vacation Club Villa area. 
and uh, also talk about some of the changes and some of the new fun stuff that we did at Animal Kingdom. Oh! <laughs> Is that our animal noises for our our, our, our background yes. track? Yes. That's, yeah, that's awesome. All sorts it. of awesome. Okay. Sorry, I tried to tune you, but yeah, but one one time, Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, there's a lot of animal noises in that one for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, on this trip, we flew to Walt Disney World and we flew and, on Thursday. Yeah, the opening flight, I had a bit of a flea attack where I had nothing to play around with. Oh, yeah. So there was a misunderstanding on our flight from San Antonio to Orlando that she needed to download actual episodes onto her phone to view them in the airplane. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. So we were a little unprepared for our flight. But you did have your Nintendo DS, right? Well, well, yeah. But Not if, what she wanted to do. But it felt like I probably finished up my DS work, and I did download about the play amount of games, um, mm-hmm. um, like Nintendo and um, Capcom ga- okay. games. But but lately they're mainly they were mainly service related, and I get stuck on parts that that seem impossible for me. Okay, okay. So a little frustration there for sure. Right, yeah. And uh, because we wrote, we did take the Magical Express, but because we got to the airport like at 9.30, we decided to pick up our luggage at the airport and take it with us because it can be a good minimum of three hours until you see your luggage again, which would have been, you know, 12.30. And I, I don't really want the bellhop coming to my room at 12.30 or really not being able to get you know, three kids prepared for bed before then. Uh, so we just kind of uh, did that, you know, took our own luggage onto the the bus. And <laughs> I, we, I don't know. I, the first day of traveling is never a good day for us. It doesn't matter what we do. <laughs> We've left in the morning, in the afternoon. Every the time evening. it's a, it's a 11 o'clock. Hour long night. Mm-hmm. I'll stay awake. Yeah, so we didn't get to the hotel until uh, quite a bit later. I'd say 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. And the minute we got off the Magic Express, my daughter, middle one, turns around and goes, Oh no, I left my phone on the bus. So that was our trip, ladies. Trip over, we're done. Teenager lost their phone. <laughs> oh yeah, but, but lately, lately on a on a non-Disney bus that that played us Hotel Transylvania too. <laughs> yeah, so we had uh, one of the mirrors. Okay, so we learned something new. Mirrors runs the magical the the magical express. It's not run by Disney, and uh, so they have a different lost and found. But and and that's fine. I I think the frustrating point was we knew. You know, two minutes after we got off the bus, they couldn't contact the driver. They couldn't catch the bus at any of the spots. 
And by the time the bus got to the end of the night, Lord knows when that is, they went to clean it. It was gone. So, you know, I it it just it's, frustrating because we knew and we tried to, you know, we spent a good two hours, I mean, not the entire time, but constantly re-trying to connect with the bus driver. It just never it's happened. It's my still tr struggle of when I lost my early DS case. And yes, we're, we're kind of like noted for losing things. Phones being lost everything you save is gone yes yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> we're never really winning in that category oh. so but we do know now where the low the closest at&t center is to get a new phone in a pinch but of course my daughter doesn't know any of her passports <laughs> so it's just, oh. Oh. but she could take pictures and there you go. That was that was a very interesting couple of days of our trip. But and to top it all off, um, we would have had to wait. We didn't have dinner plans, and by the time we figured out what happened with the phone and everything and all the situation, it was 11:30, and we didn't want to walk a half a mile to the counter service restaurant over at the Jamba House. Yes, girls and boys, there's no counter service restaurant at the Kidani Village. Um, <laughs> oh, just, just, I, Chihuahuas. And of course, to get a pizza delivered at that time would have been a two hour wait. So we yeah, just went to bed. <laughs> I, I, oh, love, wow. I love Papa John's because it's like the saltiest cr crust. Yeah. Cheesiest. So there you go. So that happened. Anyway, next morning. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was, you know, like I said, like the, the first day of travel, it's just a high stress situation and it, it always will be. So. And, and still, we also bought the, the worst type of wee fins. <laughs> and then we, we had um, food delivered uh, to to the uh, Kadani village could outsource. I think we use a green grocer, I think is the one we use. And, uh, you know, so that food was going to get delivered in the morning. So we didn't have that food either. Anyway, but we did have the snacks that we brought for the plane because we flew frontier, you know, and they don't have any food on their plane. So the kids had a lovely um, selection of candies and crackers to choose from for dinner time. But, there you go. So, keep that in mind, girls and boys. We should have gone to the bar, the bar at the Kadani, at Sanaa, because Sanaa is the restaurant at the Kadani Village, and it's actually on their first floor of the hotel. There's no um, rooms on the first floor of the hotel at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. They're all second level going up. But we should have grabbed something to eat at Sanaa, but it was a rough night, so we just went to bed. All right. Well, sometimes you just have that, and just, all right, everybody in bed will wake up and start again tomorrow. Uh -huh. Reset. Yep. Reset, exactly. At, at the to jumbo reset. house, to the small kitchenette. Are you reading? To, oh, don't read my words. The, She's reading my notes. Okay, stop, stop, stop. stop. Time out, time out. Okay. So, the Entrances of the... Stop. <laughs> spring pool area. Okay, are you done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so At least I said it wrong. the Kadani Village, the room we had uh, was a one for 
one bedroom suite and it had a, a savannah view and um it was so for those of you that haven't stayed at the animal kingdom lodge before they're basically this big u shape and and the kadai village is kind of like a w shape and so there's all these rooms facing this open savanna area and there's quite a few different types of animals walking around they're not particularly close to your room now if you want kind of a closer experience uh we stayed at the jamba house at the very end of the u and it backed like right up like you could see the fence where behind that's where the animals had their homes basically and this room was probably the best room if you really wanted to see lots and lots of animals in the morning because this is their entrance where they would come in onto the big savanna areas and that was probably the most amazing room um we've had the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And that was actually the last time we stayed there, which was about nine years ago. So that was very, very nice. Oh, it's been a while since nice. you guys have been there then. Yes, it had, definitely. And I was glad to go there again. I really like the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I really don't like the location of the Animal Kingdom Lodge because it's on the edge of the Disney properties. It's on the, you know, far up, like behind the Animal Kingdom um, theme park area. And uh, it's it's a long haul, like Magic Kingdom. It's really far for the Magic Kingdom and a little closer to Epcot and Hollywood. Still, there's a lot of distance between those and it's it could take a while to get from to the other park. So we actually only stayed here two nights. And we only went to the Animal Kingdom theme park where we stayed here. So it was just kind of like a perfect combination. Wait, and like I said, we had a one bedroom suite. Uh, this, and we had to do that because there's five of us. The studios don't hold more than four. And those studio rooms at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, they're tight. Like yeah, temporary tight. Yeah, I thought Dad was having a, was having a temp temper about how small we're living in. Oh, that the other two hotels we stayed in were the studios. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, 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 bad bedroom. Sizes. Yeah, you can't get away from your kids in those studios. <laughs> but the one room is what you can. Like in one room, it has a pull-out sofa, and one of the chairs turns into a bed. It has a kind of a galley kitchen in it, which you know has a stove, a refrigerator, a toaster, a microwave, a coffee maker. Uh, it has some, a nice seating area for four people. Uh, it has a laundry, which is super nice to do laundry. I usually like to have my one-bedroom suites in the middle of my vacation because then I can do some laundry, not at the beginning. But there's all there's a there's rationale behind the choices that I make. And also in the one-bedroom suite, it's nice because you have a double balcony with two entrances to the balcony, so you get a nice breath uh, breath of uh, the savanna that way. Oh, yeah, and I thought there were moments when, when Elias wanted to throw, throw part of his, like, bre breakfast down out the balcony. Why? Well, I think it was, like, those national parts where you always want to feed certain, like, certain foods to the animals. Oh, was he kidding he was going to feed the animals? Probably. Yeah, he would. And Adia, sometimes, like me, she always likes... Hop around a bit 
and and keep those happy thoughts running in, in their head <laughs> but but sometimes she gets way over hyper and likes more comfort ho- hogging the blankets <laughs> sibling issues and and just just mummering little silly melodies and uh-huh. and then so I said all right drink off my fear I'm 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 going to shake this room till your dad comes. <laughs> stomp stomp on the floor till your dad comes. <laughs> what? And you were threatening I, her? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Adia sometimes has a hard time getting to sleep at night. For sure. But you do too. So. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. So, um, unfortunately, we couldn't partake in the pool area much because it was pretty cold like the first weekend we were there there wasn't really swimming weather we swam Swama later in the week Madi. oh samawati samawati springs pool area yeah it's great it had a great sa- slide a great fun pool area uh it had some outdoor games like ping pong and connect four and the pieces were actually there so you could play the game which is bonus <laughs> And it's funny because the pool is actually in front of the hotel, near the hotel entrance, where a lot of hotels, that's kind of like the what you get to view outside your window is the pool area. But because it's the Amber King Lodge, you get to view the animals instead of the pool. So, but it's a really nice pool area. Um, they actually, if you don't have an animal savanna view, they have kind of like this little walkway out to this little open area with a fire pit and some chairs around to sit and watch the animals, which is really nice. And they always have some um, guides out there, people who um, are from Africa, who you can ask lots and lots of questions. Uh, the entrance to the hotel is very underwhelming. It's not like the Jamba House has the big grand opening area like you see at the Grand Californian or the um, Wilderness, Wilderness, Lodge. Wilderness Lodge. Like that's yeah. the big grand room, great room. Mm-hmm. The, this one is more like the entrance that you get to the DVC entrance at the Contemporary resort ah uh, okay yeah okay because it's secondary yeah and um but the thing about what's what's interesting about the alma kingdom lodge and one of the reasons we stayed there is so you know, i kind of booked this because i had to book this uh trip seven months out because we weren't staying at the wilderness i wanted to stay someplace else besides the wilderness lodge mm-hmm. and the alma kingdom lodge and the polynesian were readily available to fill in the holes of my vacation, which I thought was interesting. Now, it's a huge hotel, and there's a lot and lot and lots and lots of rooms available. So, I mean, you get closer in, like, you couldn't book either of those. But I would say you had two or three weeks leeway to kind of play around with what you wanted. So, we took that's why we took this one. And, um, oh, so also, um, that morning... When we woke up the next morning, by golly, we were going to have a better day. <laughs> and we had uh, lunch re- reservations at Sanaa. Have you heard of Sanaa, Ryan? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, I've heard. I, I, yeah. What, what are the restaurants there? There's Sanaa. There's the the cooking place. 
and Boma. People talk about Boma. 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 That's the one that I've heard of. Yeah, not Sanaa so much. Boma. Yeah. yeah. Cooking with Bomas. So Sanaa is more our style because it's um, not a buffet. <laughs> oh, Chico, the cooking place. Yeah. And so it, it's really Indian influenced and their spices, kind of like the African Indian influence, which mm. I really like. I really like Indian food. I love chutneys, I love curries, I love all of that. So we have the Indian style bread service, which is super, super fun. Um, It comes with traditional naan, garlic ginger naan, spice naan, this onion kulcha, don't recommend that. And I don't recommend recommend the paneer paratha. They're, uh, I mean, I guess if you, they're kind of grassy, and it's more of a more plant like I mean it's wheat flour so it's plant based but more like like grass grass <laughs> not a wheat I don't know it's really weird I nor Jeff liked it and the kids really didn't like it so and I'm pretty open to all foods I mean I did land up eating some of it but it wasn't like my favorite like I wouldn't order it hmm okay and then it had like the, the fun part of the, the bread service is it comes with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about eight or nine different dipping sauces, probably 10. And I love all of these dipping sauces, like every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> They're so yummy. And the fun part is they go from kind of like a yogurt cucumbery base to a super spicy jalapeno lime pickle. Oh uh, hmm. yeah, with the 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 soy oil bread. Mm-hmm. You, you thought you you wanted me the the taste the taste the, mm-hmm. the yogurt stuff because you thought it would be like bland and mild. Right, right. It's a cucumber. They tell you everything when it comes out. There's no way you're gonna remember it. I have. It's a cucumber, reita, reita, maybe. Right. Yeah, it has like chutneys and kind of some jellies and just lots of like mangoes and red peppers and tamarind and coriander. So kind of like you're tasting the entire spice trail. Of a pickle. (laughs) Pickled, yes. Pickled stuff. Oh, yeah. It was all sorts of good. Lots and lots of yummy, yummy, yummy there. Absolutely. Yeah, until I ate the the chicken and I I barely had had the... Are they mouth-warming beverage? Fanta, probably, but still, I uh, probably had the same spice, spice taste. To moving, moving in, and, and and yes, I I did go bathroom a lot and blow my nose. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaned out your sinuses. My sinuses. Yes, yeah. but but obviously you always have a big complaint because since we're in merely one room. You want me to go, like quietly, or never do it again because you always do it, do it wrong for the parents. Oh and yeah, you I blow keep, your nose pretty. I keep loudly. shredding my, I keep the shreds on the toilet paper keep going on my shirt. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. When she blows her nose, it actually like shreds the toilet paper, and so it's like all on the front of her. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I just don't know. All right, did you have the chicken or did you have the hamburger here? I think 
think it's just about the chicken. You have the chicken? Why did we order the chicken? That's very odd of us. Okay, so you had the- <laughs> No, it, it made me think of what to say to the characters. Okay. Yeah, so, okay, so they have a tandoori shrimp and a tandoori chicken, but it's not, um, oh, let's see, it's, it's spelt differently and it's not that. So it's more uh, like grilled and roasted with some spices on it. And it's kind of over a salad with a yogurt based, uh, like kind of like cucumber yogurt based flavor there. I thought everything was super, super yummy. Like, um, like everyone, like you just want everyone to dab it on their bread, but they'll, they'll never do it. Yeah, Fiona d doesn't really like salads. So she didn't like that part of it. And Adia doesn't like uh, sour cream or yogurts or cottage cheese. <laughs> Anything like that base. So she didn't like that part of it. But, um, and then Jeff got, you can get like, like three different little pots of meats in different flavors. And he got that and that was so amazing and yummy. I love that. I don't even know what he had. It was just like a chicken and a meat and rice with, I mean, everything starts to blend into one, but it's all good. All good stuff. Mm -mm -mm. Loved it. So do you have anything to add, Fiona, for Sanal? Would you go back to Sanal or? I, um, well, basically we, we, we do tried try to eat there we haven't eaten there in years in yeah, nine years but but it felt like it was always okay within my childhood but okay but it feels like for trying a new exam examples um i don't i don't if i want to return all the spiciness to my taste buds yeah it's a little out there for fiona and, and lies just had something simple off the kids menu we weren't even going to try it with him yeah, when I'm growing up, I just want to try, like, bigger kid stuff. Uh-huh. That's understandable, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, but they do have a pretty extensive kids menu. There are lots and lots of choices. So, you had traditional and then, you know, hamburgers, cheese, uh, cheese quesadilla, um, that sort of take chicken. And then they also, like, the kids can have smaller portions of the adult food if they're more adventurous eaters. So, which I never had any at that age. So I don't, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> that's funny. Ah, uh, yeah, not my house. <laughs> so do you have any questions, Ryan, about the hotel or Sanal? Are you good? Um, I, it sounds like you guys enjoyed going to Sanana and and the room there um how how was the room for five people did you find it you could spread out pretty easily with five people with the, the one bedroom suite one for bedroom. sure yeah yes yeah. like that's what i mean because you can't you can't get five into the studio there but the one bedroom suite you felt like you had lots of room and stuff yeah there was plenty okay. of room yeah oh and okay. the best thing too is you have two bathrooms Oh, nice. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Three sinks because you got a kitchen sink, right? So three sinks because you have two bedrooms, two toilets, two showers. I mean, you're living nice. the good life. Yeah. 
that is that's uh, okay i was kind of curious about that so that sounds like that would be a, a nice place for a family of five or more to stay but yeah now mm-hmm. the baby for the the lion king characters what about the lion king characters in the bathroom oh in the bathroom yeah. yeah yeah that's Pink cute kid. Now, it's can, it was how, how many how many do the one bedrooms hold? Do they hold just five, or can you get six? Just, just five. five. Okay. Yeah, just, and okay. that's that's pretty across the board. Four or five in a in a one bedroom suite. Some okay. only hold four, which is shocking to me. That's really okay. That's wow. a lot for a family. Yeah, it really is. And um, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, all one bedroom bedroom suites you should be able to have handle five at least five my golly make it bigger yeah right yeah i agreed okay i was just kind of curious about that so um and also did you guys did you guys see a lot of animals while you were there or not so much this time around we did um i mean we i so we saw what zebras and giraffes uh, Lots of those birds, the storks. There's like there's like buffalo. Um, okay, yeah, the buffalo. Like uh, zagiri type animals. Yeah, so I would say there were probably five or six animals you could see out like near us. Okay. Okay. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the savanna view is worth it there? I do. I don't know. I mean, I know you could easily. We've stayed there when the girls were really, really tiny. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah. just, but in, in a, nine years ago when we stayed there, I actually booked a room that did not have a Savannah room and I kind of looked at my tribe and I'm like, Oh, I might be in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So I actually went to the front desk and I asked the lady like very discreetly. I'm like, is there any way you can move us up? Like, I think I'm in trouble if they figure anything out and I think they're about to. And she just looked at me and she's like, I can help you. <laughs> like, oh, that's you. really sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah. Oh, Cause that, I, I'm sure there are times of the year that that's not always, they're able to do that. Mm-mm. And like I said, we got the room at the very end of the hall, which I'm oh, pretty sure. Like, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's at least a half a mile. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I believe it, it was how yes. big some of those resorts are. Yeah. It was a hike and it was fine, you know, because that was a stroller Especially time. quiet. <gasps> it's so quiet. Oh yeah. my gosh. That is that is the reason we stay at Deluxe Villas, period, is the noise level is so incredibly low. It's just mind boggling because you know there's thousands and thousands of people in these hotel rooms and I never I never hear anyone. Oh, nice. that's another nice thing about the one-bedroom suites is the parents are, one, even more removed from that front door. So there's even less uh, likelihood of you hearing people passing in a hallway. And people- as we all know, like typically as you get older, you sleep lighter. I don't know mm-hmm. why that is. I, I used to sleep like I could sleep through <laughs> anything when I was little. <laughs> Now it's now not so much. <laughs> no. Now, uh, no. St- stomach pain and 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 too much brightness in your eyes. Oh, is your tummy start hurting in the morning sometimes? Usually. Yeah. Yeah. And brightness in your eyes. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm like always very hesitant to stay at like those pop resorts or 
art and animation because I'm like, oh, it's just so quiet over here. <laughs> I love it. And Fiona, overall, did you really like this resort? I, I guess it was it was meant to be the perfect place to to start out with with, with more area of, of rooms. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Yeah, I um ter- temporarily, yeah. I, I I thought that was meant to be the temper breeze for for our family. Temp- uh, temporary kind of an opener. Yeah. Yeah, because we only did two nights there. It's a lot of DVC points, especially the Savannah View. That's why we did that. All right. All right. All right. So now we're going to venture over to Animal Kingdom. Uh, because we're staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, this was the first park that we went to, and we went here on a Friday. And it was a pretty layback day, not too crazy, but uh, we had a lot of fun. We actually went there twice, which is always always nice. It's nice to go to one, the park one day, kind of run through everything that's on your checklist, your bucket list for the trip, <laughs> and then get to come back and do things that you don't usually do or regularly do then, on a trip. Then, then certainty of bringing the right amount of stuffed animals to to vacation and and feeding it to any and feeding your stuffed animals to any park you go well yeah so you have certain plushes that you bring to the parks on certain days for sure yeah. but not just plushes you're kind of really careful about what t-shirt you're wearing also yeah so for the longtime obscure Disney fans, I wore my new Atlantis, the Lost Emperor shirt. And why do you think? Why? Because I thought that had like a hieroglyphic detail to to a Pandora light up edition. Oh, okay. So kind of like a connection to the Pandora language. Well, and then also the luminescence too. I could see the connection there because there was luminescence within the the Atlantis. Oh, okay. In the Lost Kingdom, so and there's bioluminescence, you know, there too, and Pandora. So that's a great connection. I like that, Fiona. Yes, and we actually got to see uh, Pandora at night this time, huh? This is the first time. <laughs> actually got there when it was dark which was nice yay us oh wow that's yeah. cool yes it was so much fun yeah I, I could not believe how lit up pandora was and how they tried to reproduce the effect of bioluminescence and the blue lights everywhere and the led lighting it was really really incredible got some amazing shots for sure and our teeth glowed <laughs> Oh, well, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's that time of darkness where it always wants to reflect in anything that's white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that blue light. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it really, it really took what was inside the Navi River journey and brought it outdoors. So that was nice. So, what's your thoughts on Animal Kingdom at night? Are there the the shows? What do you mean? What do you mean, like being at Pandora or? 
Well, just any part of Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom? Well, it's very quiet at night. There's lots of sounds. All the animals have pretty much been put back into their homes. Uh, you, you can kind of take uh, the Harambe... Uh, and everything... The just, Harambe Trail. Everything lights up the big tree. Oh, yeah. the um, They have those incredible uh, light shows on the trees. Uh, the animation yeah. running around the trees. They kind of did the Lion King story. We saw that, right? Yeah, but... And for some reason, when people first get a glimpse of that, like, Impala and, and an owl type, type story... Type story, uh -huh. they would just, they would first come in a, a Bambi, or wait, no, that, that, tr that trail on where that, that, that Impala is going to different places. Yeah, so they kind of had an Impala jumping around on the tree, visiting different scenes, different times of year, seasons. Oh yeah, that, that's more connection to Bambi right there. Yeah, but I don't think it was supposed to be literally Bambi. Well, yeah, I, I know. But that was really cool because we had we'd seen a little bit of that before, and we hadn't really stopped and um, been able to to take that in. I that was kind of the time that we bought the kids some uh, ice cream. Yeah, when I'm always hoping for the best type of ice cream, like back at the the Dino Land, we always get the the uh, the fudge ice cream oh with the bino the dino bite snacks yeah oh yeah at the dino bite snacks um that is a great place to get hand scooped ice cream so it's back in the dinosaur land yeah i like i love the dinosaur land yeah i think it's so much fun and the only thing <laughs> it's so west coast I think that's why I like it. Like going to like Arizona and Utah, it just like brings back those like crazy memories or pictures that um, my dad had of when they would do car trips as a kid. It just reminded me so much of, of that time period. I, I don't know why I like it. I just really enjoy that whole area. Um, but yeah, the Dynamite Snacks, which is connected to... Is that the one with the Airstream trailer? Parked outside? Yeah. Oh, Restaurantosaurus. Oh, okay. Is the name of it. And I think that is one of the, like, the best themed restaurants um, in that park, for sure. Like, if you... It looks like... Um, it's very unassuming, because it looks like a bunch of houses... Or like there was a house and then they built another shed onto it that way and another gable that way and kind of all connected it. And mm -hmm. um, you walk in and the rooms are all about dinosaur digs and there's pictures like uh, from Fantasia on the wall, but they look like dinosaur studies like you would see in a museum. Like and just to not, like just, just to not blame that they that they literally are Fantasia kiddos. Yeah, so um, it's really it's fun because there is just all these different rooms and all these different doors, and they have a a, a restroom inside the restaurant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which is so nice. I, I, it seems so strange to say that, but it's just nice having a restroom right there. 
<laughs> for the kids to go to. No, that is very nice. Um, you know that because if you're eating, you don't have to walk forever to get to one. So that is nice. I agree. If you have it any is. kind of group. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is nice. And they do do the mobile. They have the mobile ordering app there, which I really Ooh, enjoy. Yeah. We love mobile order. <laughs> We find our table, we sit down, we do our order. <laughs> and then um, we, you know, go up and get the food. The only problem I have is the mobile ordering app is the patrons of the mobile ordering app. If the app says that your phone food is not ready yet, please back it up. <laughs> or if your older daughter <laughs> wants to check out the times for any shows or me and greets. Yeah, yeah. So you have to really be watching your phone carefully. All I know is it's like, I think we need to practice social distancing going forward with the mobile order app. And if you see food on the counter, six feet would be very much appreciated. Because <laughs> you get up there and there's people like right on the counter. And I'm like, I think that's my food, but they won't move. <laughs> Just like, that's my food. <laughs> And so you walk up, you know, and tell the lady and, you know, I'm like looking at him like my food, back it up. So, you know, we, we got our food and uh, yeah, it just is such a relief. Um, but people do need to realize that if it says your food's not ready yet, your food is not ready. So six feet. So yeah, so we sat down and, um, you know, it's a typical hamburger restaurant inside and they have like a fixings bar which I don't like because once again, you remind me of buffets. <laughs> just, just my lettuce and my tomato almost. But the Dino Bite Snacks outside has great hand-scooped ice creams. We always try to go there at least once because, and they have like a little sitting area off to the side of it, which is nice in the shade, double nice, with fans going, triple nice. And for fun, you know, because they still have that Donald Duck motif going on that they've had for a little while now because you know dinosaurs yeah yeah which is super fun because dinosaurs are ducks well and 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 ducktales is on the main mainstream of disney channel Uh uh-huh yeah really promoting the ducktales show Mm -hmm. yeah dinosaurs being related to birds Mm -hmm. yes absolutely so and they had a scrooge mcduck's billionaire bacon caramel sundae which is like (laughs) what that sounds decadent Woo! Was it good? It was, but I'm okay with never having bacon on my ice cream again. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not crunchy enough. A little savory with your sweet. Like there, Scrooge, Scrooge. Mm-hmm. You think Scrooge is never done for ice cream? It was pretty funny. So it's vanilla ice cream, featuring. Um, it's called a golden coin of chocolate. So it was a white chocolate that they screen print with soy ink on it to look like a gold coin. Uh, with golden crispy pearls, so think of like a vanilla type of malt ball. Like so it's kind of pearl crunchy. necklace. Those, yeah, mm-hmm. those were good. And um, oh, it had bits pearls of, and caramel. Of, Pardon? Bits of bits scr- of bacon, scrunches, curtains, and uh, whipped cream. But who doesn't like whipped cream? Oh, I know who doesn't like whipped cream. Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> It's because it has no taste. <laughs> Who knew? And then they also have, like, they have an ice cream cookie 
an ice cream cookie sandwich there. And it's really interesting. When you get an ice cream cookie sandwich at one of these hand-dipped places, you get an ice cream cookie sandwich. They're huge. They're for two people. They're ginormous. And then they just have old-fashioned um, hot fudge sundaes, which are, which are good. They're yummy. That sounds like a very fun experience. I'll have to try that. Yes. I don't, I, I've never gone there for ice cream. Oh, yeah. It's really, and it's never really terribly, terribly crowded because it's kind of off to the side and unassuming. It's just a window. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's not crazy, crazy. So, you want to talk about. Little heart symbol. Little heart symbol. Yeah. So, you want to talk about the really cool, kind of fun meet and greet we had? Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like when you think you got to the parks at an early time, we all think there's just no. Uh, there's no walk-arounds so mm -hmm. far, or, but frankly, the, the, even though you're beautiful here, frankly, I wouldn't know it, it would be possible for them to, to, to do this, but, but Kevin, she's a girl, <laughs> made her walk gray in, in the, nas in the nas National Animal Kingdom. Yeah, so Kevin, the bird from Up was doing a really cool, just kind of like a walk around meet and greet. So there wasn't a stop in line, line up for it. I, I, I did saw one time. Oh, did they kind of make a line? Yeah. They try, they, some you know, they try not to have lines. It's a little hard at Walt Disney World, but they still try to make things a little spontaneous, which is fun. Now, how, how tall is Kevin? Oh, oh 12 feet? Yes, for, 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 the, for those character investigators. There's, we've been having a conversation about that. Like, how tall is every animal character? I'm guessing that the, it's, um, there's a person inside controlling, like, the head and, you know, everything. And It's I'm, like, it's like Big Bird. Yeah, and I'm guessing about 12 feet would be my guess. Because the neck is super long. So the body's high. Like, it's super high. And then you have the neck on top of that. It was taller than Jeff, the body. Yeah, for sure. But... It's like my mom. We're we're maybe taller. We're figuring out if we want to do a whole a whole video about Kevin, but she's just like a just stop for just stop stop for photos char character. Well, I did get a little bit of video of Kevin. He was totally awesome. She. She. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's a girl, um, and and they definitely had some really cute poses with Kevin that they were doing. So you want to say what happened when we were taking our picture in front of the Tree of Life? Okay, so so apparently they they allow they they allow some characters to 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 photobomb in your family pictures. Yeah, so Kevin photobombed our family picture, which is totally awesome, and we were totally clueless. <laughs> <laughs> it was a super cute photo too. You sent that to me, and I love it. Because mom, you always want to stand by every every photo past. Every the big the what do they call it the big weenie for every park. Yeah. Well, I well we bought annual passes this year because um, they were reasonable. They had a price that was reasonable through the DVC, and you get all your photos with it. And by golly, I am going to use that surface. Because they have, it's incredible how many photographers they have just walking around these parks. And you could always find one that's not, you know, not doesn't have a line, just kind of hanging out. So I think it's fun. 
So yeah, so that was really cool. And that was kind of like how we started our day at Animal Kingdom. So that's a good way to start your day at Animal Kingdom, for sure. Yeah, quite spectacular. It is. It is. And so um, we also had a, a pretzel. I had not had a pretzel. I know this is funny. I have not had a Disney pretzel since I don't know when. I can't even tell you. And so Was it good? It was. It was a Simba pretzel. And I thoroughly enjoyed my very hot, very inside, you know, the crisp, like, casing on the outside. And the inside's, like, all moist and hot. So yummy. Oh, my gosh. I and, love bread. And guess, <laughs> get, and guess what you know? It's Lion King themed. Yes, it's Lion King themed. It, I don't need the cheese that comes with it, though. It's the years of the Lion King. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I can do without the cheese. But yeah, I just I love a warm pretzel. And that was a really good warm pretzel. I'm, and because we had that late lunch, we were having a late dinner. So it's always good to have a nice snack. And so, okay, you want to talk about your super fun experience at Rafiki Planet Watch? Okay, so this this feels this feels like from from the old timey days as picture phobia to this to this place, but picture phobia. But technically, but technically, we we all remember our conversation, my conversations with me getting mad at Star Wars because. Oh of, yeah, when they opened up the Star Wars Bay. Well, which was the old animation place. Okay, yeah, at Hollywood Studios. But some things always need to be re reboot as as bringing it back in art of the of the Animal Kingdom, but basically the wild animals. Drawings. Right. So the animation um, academy that they had at Hollywood Studios, they've moved over to Animal Kingdom, and it's called the Animal Experience at the Conservation Station. And but I think, even though it felt like that place was more tamer than the original, more well, oh, it's completely different for like, sure. It's not to like it's not to play around ish. Yeah, it well, I'd still play around. Um, so little petting zoo. The oh, the petting zoo. Yeah. That that's not almost not my typical typical point. Oh, we don't usually go there. I I don't usually interact with that with with that stuff. Okay. So you know they moved it here and Rafiki Planet Watch. Something to remember uh, when the parks do reopen is open very um, short hours. Like it's open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. But the last train there is actually at four o'clock. So really watch your time on that. Um, and the animal experiences, I think they're like every 45 minutes. I believe that's what I, I remember seeing. So there's not a whole lot during the day, probably about six or seven-ish was what I was seeing. So this is draw your own Disney character. Uh, uncover the secret of how Disney animators bring your favorite characters to life using real-life animals as inspiration. Let your creativity shine no matter your skill level, as a talented Disney animator gives you step-by-step -step instruction on how to illustrate your own version of a popular Disney character. Each 25-minute class will offer something different. Featured characters change periodically, so you can keep adding to your art collection. Worried about securing the best spot? Okay. No, you do not need to worry. <laughs> I'm putting that out there right now. 
Um, they, I, Not a busy spot, huh? No, because you got to remember, you got to get on the Wilderness Express to get to Rufiki Planet Watch to hit the right time. <laughs> Before it like strikes four. Right. So you, um, you could, I didn't see it when I was booking fast passes, but you can get a Disney like, fast Like pass. never let your daddy to stop anywhere. Right. Interesting. You So you can get a fast pass to it. Huh. Right. I, I don't think you need one. I mean, when we were there, okay, so do you remember the conservation station, Ryan? Yes. So there's kind of like that big atrium open area when you walk in, like the big circle. Yep. And mm-hmm. so they've taken half of that area and blocked it off for the animation experience. And there's just like regular chairs like, like lined up in rows. And there's quite a few rows, and there's quite a few seats, and they've left the plants in the middle, and then they've put up uh, two television screens, and so now you're actually you're in the chair you're sitting, you're facing the entrance. Okay, so I gotcha. You can't see the TV screens when you walk in; like it's kind of all blocked off from just walking in the door. And it's actually, I actually like this experience better than the one at Hollywood Studios. So they put these tables, it's kind of like going to a conference is how this is set up. It reminded me of Comic-Con. So it had two tables with two TVs on it. And then you had a guy in the middle with a camera focused on his picture. And uh, he would, he was helping you draw it. Now it's different because they actually give you the piece of paper has pre-drawn lines on it. So they've done the circle and they've done a couple of guidelines through the through the so circle. So yeah, I reveal and I I know I don't like spoiler alerts usually, but I I totally revealed the, the spoiler within the line line tracing. Oh, because the line tracing? And so it is specific to the character you're drawing. So we drew who'd we draw, Fiona? Bruce. Yeah, we drew Bruce, Bruce, Bruce from Finding Nemo. And that was that was fun. I enjoyed that. Well, it, I think it's interesting because I don't think that's a character that get love. No. <laughs> I don't think Bruce is anybody's favorite character. I'm sure he's somebody's, but it's uh, you don't see him a lot in that in that other stuff. Mm-mm. You don't. And what I thought was interesting about this presentation on the screens, they had like a pre-recording um, about sharks. Oh yeah, I think the 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 little lake, the little fin leg shark. I, I think it was. It was an epaulette shark. Epaulette shark, who is named Sarge, which is a very Pixar-y name. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a shark they have over at the Living Seas at Epcot. And so they're showing how they rehabilitated the shark. It's a little tiny shark, little baby shark. And But they were also showing the bigger sharks that they with have big, at the Living Seas. With maybe tiny shark. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark. And, and what was also uh, the fun. The internet. And the internet. Yeah. What was also fun is the guy doing the animation with you was throwing out some fun facts about Bruce. So Bruce got his name. Do you know where Bruce got his name, Ryan? This is hilarious. If anyone says Monty Python. No, he did not get his name. 
Exactly. No. Uh-uh. Where did Bruce get his name? That was the name they used for the animatronic shark they used in Jaws. Oh, okay. That's fun. Yeah. So they did that. Yeah, that is fun. Well, I was thinking for that name because of, of like, you know, like a, like a bruise or, or any stains that get on shar- sharks. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Oh, and do you know what happened to Bruce? Here's another fun fact. Maybe this is why he never appeared on other stuff. <laughs> what happened to Bruce? So apparently Bruce got was um, caught by Bob, Mr. Incredible, in The Incredibles. <laughs> if you look at his desk in The Incredibles, there's a picture of him fishing and there's a shark like hanging up and that's bruce poor bruce bruce did make it <laughs> so where's the image of that don't did, did i saw it pop it up for a moment yeah yeah i found the image can the i Easter see egg. it oh you want to see it yeah. okay now i'm opening a picture for fiona to see right uh, there yeah uh, i i don't even i wouldn't even see no you that. would never in a million years no, that was Bruce. Absolutely not. You wouldn't even know that was Bob from The Incredibles. The picture is so black and white and fuzzy. So when he's sitting at his desk and he's getting the instruction, I remember. Oh, mar- mar- mirage. Mirage. Maroon. Well, mirage is a word. When he's writing down. mirage. Instru- yeah, <laughs> you can see it in the left-hand corner of the screen. Sorry. Interesting. Those Easter eggs are so deeply hidden in those movies. <laughs> yeah, what the even the even more obscure ones is they make background characters, they try and make background characters look like animators that work on the films. Yes, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we watched. Um, Jeff had never seen Moana, and so we watched Moana, and then we were watching some of the really fun extras on Disney Plus that you can watch. And two of them were they were the directors. And they like I, to put themselves in the film as kind of a joke. Yeah, and it's been done multiple multiple times in the yeah. past. Yeah, they put themselves in Hercules. <laughs> they put themselves in Aladdin. In Aladdin. <laughs> Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. You would never know. You know, it's like two guys in the in the background, basically. In Moana, they're two of the scary characters on the drawings in the tent where the grandma's telling the stories and all the, well, I don't know what those are, the tapestries come down. And one's a tall, thin guy, and one's a shorter, round, scary people. That's them. And no one will ever heard, heard of them. Oh, Ron Clements and John Musker. Those are the two guys. So John Musker's always the tall, kind of skinny guy with a mustache, and Ron Clements is the short, chubbier one with the beard. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Very silly men. So that was a really fun experience that we had. Yeah, I think the 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 Bob and Bruce Easter egg was my favorite. Yes, yes. Yeah, there was really fun. They were just telling lots of different things, and they were all related to the character. And like I said, like the video about the sharks was really fun. And I I did Bruce. Uh, I did stuff related to Bruce over over time at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little Finding Nemo thing. All right, so also what was fun, because we did, I think we did the last drawing of the evening, which is around like 4.15. Yeah. 
so we got out of there around 4 40 so we went over to what i like to call the petting zoo and what disney likes to call the affection section <laughs> of rufiki's planet watch and so we just went over and kind of hung around and watched the animals and they put them all they all go back behind and go in their little homes at five o'clock and they start doing that around 4.55, start getting them ready. And what's so funny about it is they know what time it is. And they know what's going to happen. They're just so ready for it. One of, and they do it like the big animals go in first and then the smaller ones go in secondary to kind of make sure nobody gets trampled. <laughs> Very smart. So it was really funny because we, you know, they have a cow over there, and he's like, "Hey, you guys want to see a cow run?" <laughs> sure. Why not? So he like opens the gates, and the cow just like, darts off to his home. He's like, "Get me out of here!" Whoosh. <laughs> oh yeah, I think there were a bunch of goats that are like, that are like speed walking to to their to their pennies there afterwards to their homes yeah, yeah so the goats and the sheep are the last ones to go in for the night and it's really funny because you know the goats just like take off like mad and the sheep are just a little bit far behind and then there's these three little black sheep and they're just like do 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 yeah we'll get there <laughs> leave us alone our home is still there we're not worried <laughs> Cracking me up. It was so fun. Yeah, fun. and speaking of the animation place, after uh -huh. we draw Bruce, Bruce, I saw like a like a late uh a late 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 draw drawing, which I almost thought it was kind of a frog frog shape, but obviously a a, a squiggly line crocodile of the TikTok croc. The croc from Peter Pan. Yeah, and I thought you were having hopes to do that. Oh, yeah, that one looked really cool. The crocodile from Peter Pan. That was a cool-looking one. Yeah, you don't know what they're going to draw when. It's kind of a surprise. Like They, they tell you times, but they don't tell you which animals can be represented. Yeah, and this is why I'm sometimes having a brain function with surprises. Yeah. Well, it was funny because you didn't want... If I knew, you didn't want me to tell you. Yeah, and, and for... And for that, after Bruce uh, on on the on the train, uh, that looks like Stitch. No, no, it's one of the hyenas from from Lion King. Oh yeah, somebody had their drawing of a hyena, and I said it was Stitch. Oops. Well, <laughs> one of the siblings thought it was Stitch. Oh yeah. Oh look, she drew Stitch, and they're like, that's oh, not Stitch. I don't think Stitch is a wild animal. It's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's a dog. <laughs> Stitch is a dog. I don't know what that is. It's a dog. Are you sure, young one? That one. Yeah, so don't worry about getting a fast pass for the animation experience. And they did. But, yeah. yeah. But it sounded like you guys had a lot of fun doing it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And almost a lot more personalized just because they're... It was very calm and quiet there. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I liked how it was just, it was much more informal. Because before, you know, they had that stadium seating, and you're kind of like, 
it's a little more formal in that setting and now it's just a little more laid back and it's not a big deal and we'll just draw and and it is really really nice especially if you have younger kids that they have those pre-drawn lines on there because oh yeah i've drawn a lot of circles for my kids because they're just like draw a circle and they're like <laughs> <laughs> Funny. As for a character easy <laughs> no. to draw, I, I still can't draw. Now, you compared it to the animation there at Hollywood Studios. How does it compare to the animation over at Disney's California Adventure in California? Hmm. Um, okay. Because is... I remember when we were there, the uh -huh. line for that was really long. I Well, see, I think this is what's nice about how they... I think there's a lot more seating now. Okay. Because they can... Do, they're not confined to you know your stadium seating and this is how many people fit in a row. I, I, like it's conference, but they can just keep spreading out chairs because they have the two TV screens and yeah, there was there there were a lot of people just walking in and there were I'd say we only filled up one third of it. Mm, very nice. Yeah, so there's plenty of room. Sounds like you can socially distance with that one, too. Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> Definitely. Because that'll be a thing moving forwards. Mm-hmm. At least for a little bit of time. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully July. Everyone kind of heats up around July. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, they're really... Yeah. They, I was reading an article on how they're really going to start paying attention to Austin because Austin more temperate and like doesn't dip below 63 past a certain point. Insane here. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time there drawing. That sounds like a great experience and something you would recommend for families, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of families there with a lot of kids. Yeah. And, you know, there were like some just, you know, groups of older kid people together too, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was a really, it's a great experience because they really incorporated, um, a, a different aspect of it bringing in real life animals and they have like a whole new section now uh, where they're talking about how the Walt Disney Studios has studied animals and nature for quite a long time so you know they were talking about um, you know how they brought in the, the wildlife for Bambi of course you, you see lots of uh, little clips of that when they were doing Bambi and then you also um, I've you know, when we did the Reluctant Dragon, remember how they brought the elephant in for them to draw for, for Dumbo. Um, and this, this, this is a fun fact we, we probably discussed earlier that mm -hmm. females may, maybe, maybe, maybe are meant to be dumb than males. What, elephants? Technically. Oh, oh, well, that's a myth. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's why I remember us having yeah. a conversation on the podcast we did about Reluctant Dragon on how they were saying that an elephant wasn't intelligent. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to the 1930s. So they, they took out, I guess there was a whole section. <laughs> this is me not knowing. A whole section they had about Grandma Willow from Pocahontas. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they kind of took that out and then put in um, more about the Walt Disney Company and uh, animation and wildlife, that sort of thing, so. Now, the facilities out here, is there, do they have pretty good restrooms? 
And in the Rafiki? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's an easy place for families to use the restroom. Are there mm-hmm. any is there anything to eat out there? No. Okay. <laughs> so I mean it's been forever since I've been out there, so right. I, I it was it was kind of a one time long time ago, over uh-huh. ten years ago. So it's been a long time since I've been out there. Definitely bring any snacks or water with you that you need. Okay, so not even like Coca-Cola water bottles or anything? I don't remember seeing anything. They Okay, maybe, I, but okay. I think they kind of are trying to discourage it out there because they do have that affection section in the petting zoo area, and they don't want any right, food right, right. brought into there. Uh, and Keep the animals safe. That makes sense. Right. They're just kind of trying to discourage any of, of that activity. And especially packaging, probably. Mm -hmm. The packaging would be just as dangerous as the food itself, most likely. Mm -hmm. All right. I can see that. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where they're going with that. Hmm. Okay. For sure. Now, you want to. Are you good, Fiona? Or do you have anything else you'd like to discuss about the animation experience? Well, I know you want to go back. Oh, we're not there to, to our other day of Animal Kingdom. Well, we've we've talked a little bit about it, but what else is do? You, are you ready to go on? Uh, yeah. Okay, because I was thinking we could talk about a fun little meet and greet you did. Now or later? Uh huh. Right now. Uh. Okay. So. Because we haven't done this meet and greet before. Me with the meet and greets. You like them. <laughs> because te- technically, it's me. Everything feels like everything around me is is passing away, passing away so fast. That it feel, it's like I I want some gentle love to mm-hmm. to some characters. Uh, so meet and greets are probably not the best thing if you're trying to do social distancing. Distancing just yeah, if, <laughs> if you're walk, but even if you're walking by and and just saying, oh, um, hi, hi there. Wait, maybe I have thoughts about you. To the Turk, to Turk the gorilla. Oh, we sell Turk. Th- yes, we sell Turk the gorilla hanging out. She was getting lots of love, though, so there's that. And that, that was all like, I always get confused about the wild animals from Jungle Book and Tarzan. <laughs> oh, yes, your dad's funny about stuff like that, for sure. So, Doug and Russell. Doug and Russell! Yay, we met Doug and Russell! And as, as I said to them, we, we we found we found Kevin. He 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 just walked by. She just walked by earlier. Mm-hmm. Can you feed her fudge ice cream? The fudge ice cream back at the, the dino place. Mm-hmm. You also made another reference too, right? Uh yeah, yeah. I thought I didn't think you say you saw Kevin. I thought you said what was it? There's a name for that type of bird. Snipe. 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 Just to pretend I'm part of the movie. It was really funny. I think they understood. Did they understand what you were saying? Um, Your siblings didn't, but that doesn't mean. Well, anything. it feels like for for a char- character's side of of knowing the appearances start they're in, it almost feels like they may know their the the main the main appearances of the of the character, or mm-hmm. maybe they they could forgot some parts from their movies. Yeah, sometimes you pull out some pretty obscure references for those par- poor people in the character meet greets. <laughs> mm. 
And but there's one fun. I need to share at, at, at the end of this episode. All right. All right. Well, we'll see if we get to that one. Okay. So, and the last kind of like other new things that we did there is we did the, we saw the Finding Nemo musical. Finding Nemo the musical. Luckily it was not new. No, it's not new. There, there were there were a lot of previews of, of that often. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of wanted to see it because I don't know if you saw. Did you watch the one day at Disney on Disney Plus, Ryan? Yes, and that where they interviewed one of the puppeteers. Right. From, yes, yes, yes. From from Finding Nemo the musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like that musical because that was written by the same people who wrote the Frozen, the music for Frozen. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, they did the same. Yeah, they did that one. It's one of, to me. It's one of the best shows in a Disney park. Yeah, I thought it was good. I really liked the puppetry. I did. Yeah. And they did put a. Uh, they wrote in a, a lot more songs mm-hmm. in there. So and it was fun. I think it was like a tiny bit long for the kids. Um, I I almost thought it was short. Oh okay. Fiona thought it was short. Elias thought it was long, so they met there in the middle. Oh, uh, Eli- and then Elias thought they missed up. They missed up some funny parts. Oh, did he? Did he say that? Well, the seagulls. Oh, the seagull. Oh, okay. I. It's. It's not as good as um, Aladdin or Frozen at Disney California Adventure. I think. I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Hmm. Aladdin was 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 really good at Disney's California Adventure. So so maybe not quite as. But I, I enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, I do. I enjoy it. But I enjoy it. I, I, yeah. I, enjoy, I really did like Aladdin. Oh, yeah. That was amazingly good. Like, yes. unexpectedly good. Because you know it's yeah. a good... You just don't know how they're going to translate it. And they translated it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Into the theater. I, I actually like it better than Frozen there. But how, what do you think of, of that one? There at, at Animal Kingdom, what do you think of it? Who are you talking to? Fiona? Yeah. I I wouldn't think it, it would do well because of the voice acting. Huh. Okay. But which which voice acting, which ones? Well, which basically the, the kid characters. Like, I don't oh, know. Nemo? Yeah, and Squirt oh, and the friend. Gotcha. Okay, because they didn't sound like little well, kids? Or? No, they were just, I thought some people would think they're like too high pitch or they can make someone cry. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. I don't think that's true. I think you're you're over. Yeah, but that. I, I I think high high pitch on, on on uh on uh maybe if some of the singing is on an over the top note. Okay. But I I I do. But it it was mainly a, a, a okay okay show. Just okay. <laughs> Would you want to see it again? Yeah, maybe, uh-huh. and and some interesting ways. Uh, uh, basically, some interesting ways that the f- if the fish are are with the humans all all along. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the best um, show at at Walt Disney World. It, it's it's the Got No Strings show. The Got No Strings show. <laughs> all right. So the only thing um, I had left to talk about, did you have anything else to talk about, Adam Kingdom? Yeah, about, okay. we learned some fun facts about Baloo on the way. Oh, Baloo? When were, where was this? Why were we talking about Baloo? Okay, so we did like a whole, we were waiting in line for something. Mahorn. 
The not Matterhorn, Mount Everest. Uh, uh, oh, I said the other plot. Name. Yes, you said Disneyland. Um, yes, yeah, so we're waiting in line for Mount Everest, and we struck up this very interesting conversation of what is Baloo? What kind of bear is Baloo? How tall is he? And do bears <laughs> really live in the jungle? Because it's supposed to be India, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And apparently, Baloo, Baloo's paws are, are meant to be like circulated. Circular? Cir like cir circular and, uh, and circular um, toenails. Okay. So, so they're managing, for his bimal, they're managing to be that he's a, a sloth bear. Yeah. Ah, yeah. And well, that would make sense. Do sloth bears live in the jungle? They do. Yes, they do. Yeah, there's there's a few kind of bears there. And how tall are they? Ooh, in real life? Ooh, um, how big is a sloth bear? That's a good question. They can range from 55 to 105 kilograms, which is 121 to 231 pounds in females. And 80 to 145 kilograms, which is 176 to 320 pounds in males. So it's a smaller you know, bear. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a, but it, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, a 320 pound bear. But how tall is Baloo? Well, how tall are they? They are about two to three feet height at the shoulder okay and have a body length of five feet seven inches to six feet three inches they can be over six feet tall probably depending on males and females and all kinds of different diet and all that stuff i would assume so they can get up over six feet tall there you go because i think baloo is supposed to be a good six feet tall yeah when he's on his hind legs mm -hmm. i would think so comparing comparing him to mowgli mm -hmm. and that and that's why some and who knew people thought that the Jungle Book was a lie? What do you mean? It, bears do live in the jungle. Oh, bears. <laughs> yeah, bears do live in the jungle. Oh, yeah, they love, they love different forest areas. Yeah, they used to have a lot more bears in that area, but a lot of bears I'm sure. <laughs> didn't make it. They also have, like, the Himalayan black bear and the Himalayan brown bear, too. Okay. Yeah, interesting, right? Yeah, fun conversations. These are the type of conversations you too can have in line at Walt well, Disney World. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good conversations to have, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just someone just tell those cast members we need some obscure trivia. There you go. Now, if if it was a taller bear, it says that the Himalayan brown bear can get up to seven feet long. Oh, there you go. That's impressive. For the males. So. Mm -hmm. That's a good bear. Yeah, well, that's a good size. So maybe, maybe he was a maybe if he was up in the Himalayas in northern or in northern India. <laughs> but they live they live way far north. Oh, northern part of India, in the, up in the Himalaya area. Yeah. Well, I think in the original Jungle Book series, uh, Baloo was supposed to be a sloth bear, but Disney yeah. really, you know, they kind of you do what they can with animals, and they're saying that Baloo in the Jungle Book would have stood between six or eight feet tall so taller than yeah. a sloth bear could get he's kind of hybrid 
actually. Yeah. He's a hybrid there. Sounds like it. He's a yeah. hybrid. Soft but, bear, Himalayan bear. <laughs> but hey, as little ones are going to say, animation does not have to look exactly like real life. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what makes animation fun. All right. You got anything else to discuss about Animal Kingdom, sweetie? I think that's it. Yeah. We had a pretty good time. It is one of my favorite parks. It I, is. I, I really enjoy Animal Kingdom. I think I like the theming there. I like the environment. Mm -hmm. I like it because it seems, to me, it's like for a theme park, it's calm for the yes. most part. Well, there's it's, a lot it, of tree division. Yeah, a lot of greenery. Right. So you don't see like masses of swarms of people at one time. It really breaks it down for you. So it's kind of like, okay, here's a group of people and here's a group of people, but you don't see mm -hmm. everyone like in Magic Kingdom when you're in a hub, you're like, holy cow, there are so many people here kind of situation. Yeah, I enjoy that park. So I'm glad you guys had a good time there. Yeah, and, and we were able, you know, we ate at the Yak and Yeti, which I highly recommend to anybody. That's, I think that's my kids' like favorite place to eat in the parks. It's a sit down restaurant. You probably should make mm -hmm. a reservation too. And it's. That one's run by Landry's. Right, right. And yeah. they have a rainforest cafe outside. Um, the Yak and Yeti, it's two stories, it's very calm, it's really well themed too. Lots of. Um, artwork from region of India. The food's good. It's it's enough to be familiar without being too unfamiliar for your kids and some fun mm -hmm. plates. Landry's can make good food and so they make good food here. Yeah, we've eaten there before and and and, and liked it. I'd I'd go back there again. I'm some YouTubers that I watch, Jeff and Denise mm -hmm. on Mount they're called they're it's called Mouse Steps Weekly. Mm -hmm. That's one of it's like one of their favorite restaurants in all of Walt Disney World. Yeah. They usually go there for their birthdays. Oh, okay. But they're a fun they're a fun couple. Now the Nan bread is better at Sanal than in Yakinetti. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> but they make the Nan bread at at Sanal, like in the big urn. And I'm not saying they don't make it at Yak and Yeti. It's just in very traditionally at Sanal. Ah, very good. And we also, we went back to Sadali Canteen. Satuli Canteen. Or that. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yay! <laughs> so I that, don't even so, try. Yeah, that's how I know. Yeah. Yeah, Satuli Canteen. Thank you, Jeff and Denise, again at Mouse Steps Weekly and helping me with my pronunciations. Yeah. And we went there at dinner time and it was very quiet. So it was easy to find a place. And that's another mobile order app. Very easily, easy to do the order app there. And they have a lot of uh, a bow. Is that right? Did you say bow? Bow. They have, oh, they've cut down on a lot of that. So they only have the one for the kids now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they only had... Fiona got, got it because she really likes those. The cheeseburger steam yeah. pod. They only had the one. Huh. And it was only for kids. Interesting. So they've kind of changed up that menu some, huh? Yeah, they've simplified... Honestly, I just want... Okay, so they give you a choice on your... You, know, you can choose your meats and your base and your sauce. Honestly, I just want combinations. Like, this is the the combinations we think are best. I don't want to guess. Oh, so they do bowls kind of stuff. Right. You put together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, they have. Was it four bases and three sauces? Um, they have red and sweet potato hash, rice and black bean, mixed whole grains and rice, and hearty salad. And then their sauces are charred green onion vinaigrette. 
black bean vinaigrette and creamy herb dressing. I'm kind of with you on that. I, I kind of want somebody to put something together mm-hmm. if I'm going somewhere. And like, these are the good, con- these is, this is a good, these are some good combination options. Right. It's like when, when like, I, I don't like places like a Mongolian grill where you, uh-huh. if I'm going to cook it, I'll, I'll do that. I can just do that at home. Mm-hmm. If I go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. I want um, something that has been prepared and put together by somebody who's professional. <laughs> yeah, because, like, dude, yeah. not everything goes with everything. Like, yeah. meats, yeah, yeah. like, a beef doesn't go with all those, or a chicken doesn't go with all those, or a shrimp. And I'm like, just... Well, and especially when you're not familiar with the specific sauces and how they taste and stuff, it is, I, I'm with you. I just kind of want somebody to do that, you know, because that's different than right. like a Chipotle. Chipotle you're used to, you know what you're going to, right? you know, right. you know what you're going to get in a symbol kind of thing. But if you're not familiar with the sauces and, and, and the flavors of the meats and different mm-hmm. things, yeah, it's, that makes it hard. I'm with right. you, Colleen. All right. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> I support you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably I probably had order off the kids menu and, and get the <laughs> cheeseburger pod. There you go. That's it. I'm done. Oh. Cheeseburger pod. Oh yes. And they had a really good looking hot dog for the kids too. It was like a hot dog with dough rolled around it like a pig in a blanket. I was like Ooh. Yes! I'm thinking Okay. There you go. Not bad. Kids menu for us. Kids menu for us. There you go. <laughs> Fiona, did you like your cheeseburger pod? Of course I did. Uh, it's, oh, of course. It's very bready. Oh, okay. I can see that. And one life lesson. Near the end of the day, we have to drink apple juice, milk, and water. Well, that's what comes with the kids meals. You statler me. I statlered you. <laughs> Aha! There you go. So you were in luck. They had exactly the drinks that you needed with your meal. Or meant to be needed. Yeah, we really tried to cut down on the soda intake. Good. One, because the sodas are so expensive. Oh my gosh. Yes. You could you could spend you could easily spend hundreds of dollars on soda while you're there at yeah. in the parks if you're there for a week. In one day! One day yeah. you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and for the later mornings of, of this vacation, my face got even redder. Oh yeah, we didn't have, we didn't. I was stupid, and it was cold outside, so I didn't think about sunscreen the first day. Whoops! Dun dun dun! With our skin, front row. Is that a myth <laughs> so about stupid. water makes makes your makes your skin tan um tan less? No, yeah, no. Water just helps get. It. It helps everything in your body just circulate and go through um, quicker and get stuff out that doesn't need to be in your body anymore. Um, but I always bring the aloe vera with me for the kids just in case I make a big foul on the skin cover. So aloe vera it was that night. <laughs> mm, there you go. Hey, at least it was springtime, Florida, not summer. You know, it could, it could be it could have been worse. Yes, it could have. All right, we good on the Animal Kingdom? Sure. Yep. All right. Super fun place. Love going there. It's so different than any other park out there. It's very, very unique and fun. Agreed.
Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of Diz Podopolis. So glad you could listen through a part of our uh, trip story. And we, well, we talked about a lot about Animal Kingdom Lodge and a lot about the Animal Kingdom. And kind of amazing how much we had to talk about. And um, I had a really fun time talking about it and a lot of fun going there with one of my favorite people, Fiona. Yeah, and and I have another weekend life life hack for staying home. Disney, Disney Plus. Yes, yes. So Fiona has some a Disney Plus therapy she needs to get out before we completely end this episode. Or before anyone starts going back to their childhood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, or does that? But what ends if I want to go back to my childhood? <laughs> okay, you'll just see. Well. You you heard about my my on the plane panicking because I never downloaded it. Well, my first thought of downloading was 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 the Mickey Mouse Club, mm-hmm. but technically, so as as I feel like the Starry one was only available, but but apparently for for lodging for the whole show, I felt like they only packed it like literally five episodes. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we got on the plane. We didn't have anything downloaded. So Fiona made sure on our trip back that she went to Disney Plus and did the download to the phone before we got on the plane. And you wanted to watch the Mickey Mouse Club. And there's only season one and only, was it six episodes or five episodes available? about five. Five episodes available. And I know there was more. So I just at one had point. a not knockout and just had a big meltdown. Yeah, so, yeah. I'd say it was more of a medium meltdown for you. You you did pretty yeah, well. And I was just jealous of my siblings because they're obsessed with the more popular stuff. Yes, your siblings pretty much get to download anything they want to watch and it's available. It feels like that. That's not necessarily true. They're sometimes going to be a little more flexible than you are. And you really had your hearts, heart set on the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, but there's just so many classical shows that, that I feel like that they also missed out on. Like I would go back to the Muppets, but they 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 haven't bring up any of the classical shows. Oh, now the Muppet Show is available on the Disney Disney Plus. Well, yeah, only the modern ones, including okay. the the bad ABC show. Ah, <laughs> uh, and not the ones from the seventies, right? <laughs> Did you watch that one, Ryan? The new one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I've watched those. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I like the original better. Okay. Yeah. Anyone, but I was I was moderately entertained I, enough that I watched them. So there you go. Well, I felt, yeah, I just thought that was that was kind of their like failed project for a moment. It didn't go over well, and it was really expensive to make an episode. Oh, okay. Because like if you think about, it, you have to have all those all those Muppeteers um, in, on, on set all the time. And then the sets have to be built to specific specifications so people can fit underneath them to operate <laughs> the Muppets. And uh-huh. So it's not a cheap production to to make those episodes of the Muppets. Well, I thought they, they might think it was like a cross between Muppets, The Office, and Elmar family aspect. Oh, yeah, I could see that, yeah. Cross okay. between those um, shows, yeah. Have you watched it, Fiona? Not, not yet, but okay. I, obviously I... It's because so much homework is in the way of me. Well, yes, homework comes first. Yes. <laughs> Got to prioritize. Yeah, well, I just think 
they they were holding all those classical shows to make room for their like up update uh, uh, original stuff for plus. Okay. So I thought about like bu- buying the other DVDs of, of the seasons of the Muppet Show. Yeah. So is this what you're thinking for your birthday? Yeah. Because I know we have season one, right? Yeah, but it felt like season one didn't get to the best parts yet. <laughs> well, I, the season one never had Beaker, for example. <gasps> really? Okay. It's so hard to like go back and look through the shows and figure out what happened when because it all kind of meshes together after so much time. Yeah, because yeah, as we watched it, we we and we're, we were growing up. I mean, they would, we'd see them a lot in reruns, too. So it was uh, yeah. hard, like in terms of timeline, it, they all kind of blend. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that you're going back and watching and you can kind of track who which characters came in when, because I would not have been able to tell you Beaker was not in season one. <laughs> Well, well, I think it was because they just see their their segment characters as standalones at, at first. Hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, but it felt like everything I I I liked I liked that for like other DVD packs. Okay, it, she's holding up her phone it, it to show like me the were, DVD packs. They were too expensive. Oh, okay. Or I don't know, fifty dollars. You think so? So what is this? So this is oh, this is Canadian. Yeah. Oh, complete 120 episodes. Well, there you go. Yeah. So it's not really... uh, Yeah, I'll have to go and definitely look this up because I know we have season one, so maybe we can take a look and see... How many seasons were there? Five. Well, there you go. Yeah, but... (laughs) But only season two and season one were were rested in packets. Oh. That's why... Oh, good to know. I have my fears a bit on. Okay. Well, here's... Oh, and that's the best of. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll have to go di- do a d- deeper dive and figure out what's going on with that. Yeah, because it feels like, obviously, you can't trust the internet. No. And sometimes you can. And I think that's going to be like Elias' chat for me when I'm, I'm going to show all this business to him. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay, is, was just, that what you needed to get off your chest, or you got some more for us? Yeah, but it just felt like some other full full packs were kind of ringing out for uh, off sale for a moment. So yeah, that, that my my hard time, as you know, my hard time with Disney Plus is it's just felt like people not not hacking hacking with the classical shows like them I've, not being available. Not or? available yet. Okay, not available yet. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting but what they do put you, up there. You found this like Facebook annou- announcement about someone saying someone hack my Disney Plus account in Italian. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know whether this is true or not, but this was somebody posted on like a Facebook Disney group on uh, Facebook, obviously. And they were saying how they got like a free Disney Plus account with the Verizon and they hadn't really used it. And so they finally went back and it looks like someone had hacked their account and uh, changed the email and the password and everything. But there was some sort of um, code attached to that account. So they called up Disney Plus and they got and straightened out. And it looked like it had been sold to an Italian family and their children had been watching Disney Plus on their account or something i totally i i i mean i can understand how that happens uh 
but it seems a little bit odd. <laughs> I guess they, someone in Italy really, really wanted a Disney Plus account. So, um, yeah, so he was wondering what was going to happen when the kids try to get back into their Disney Plus account and they were locked out. That should be a very interesting conversation in their household that day. So technically, I feel like there's been some pretty aggressive Disney fans with with Plus these these first year. Okay. Like it just like just people have just been ramping videos of saying there are better s- streaming services out because we can't take Disney Plus anymore. Okay, so you've seen some negative thoughts yeah. about it. Well, that's always going to happen. And and that's one of the problems with the internet is you just hear like so many, I think you hear a lot more of the negative voices voices and the positive voices. Like someone's not going to go as much on, you know, online and go, oh my gosh, I totally love Disney Plus. They're not motivated to say anything. Someone who's negative has more motivation to say something because they want something to change. Like the siblings are offering with Plus, but me, um, not probably not yet. I was happy with Plus with the release of Frozen 2, and then they released um, Onward. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, yeah. but That was well worth my, what, how much does it cost? $7? It was six ninety nine, I believe, originally. Okay, so $7 a month. So, But you're wanting some more of the older stuff but, online. But, but, yeah. There's a lot on there you still haven't watched that's old, though. Well, yeah, sure, but it's mainly, well, obviously the popular the popular ones, but obviously, like I said, I have so much homework. Oh, so I walked downstairs and caught my husband watching The World's Strongest Man on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Yeah, it's a good one. With Kurt From my childhood. It's yeah. like, it's like, that's like a movie I, ne- I would never not know. No. Do you say you watched that in your childhood, Ryan? Uh, yeah, like on the Disney Channel and reruns and that kind of thing, you know, it was when it was rebroadcast there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good one for kids. Yeah, it's fun. I think that that's one of the ones where a whole series of films that takes place at Medfield. Yes, Medfield High. College. Or college. Yeah, college at Medfield <laughs> College. Oh, yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah, there's so many that do that. Medfield. <laughs> <laughs> Against state. What state? We don't know. Well, no, just date. <laughs> part. Oh, we need we need Medfield College sweatshirts. Oh, that'd be awesome. We need that in our lives. Yes, we'll get right on that. Mm-hmm. All right, Fiona. <laughs> Do you want a Medfield College t- uh, sweatshirt? <laughs> well, I want a Yosemite sweatshirt. Oh, I'm wearing a Yosemite t-shirt. Yes. Everybody, sh- everybody should go to Yosemite, and everyone should get a Yosemite t-shirt. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so, technically, all I said was my my weakness on Disney yep. Plus is that I'm I'm just lacking on where my favorite characters could, could be. All right. So then with Disney Plus, you know, you want your classics, and then also remember download. Is that your two takeaways for Disney Plus right now? <laughs> yes. Uh, make so. sure to download before you go anywhere, especially without internet, and then... Hey, classic characters. Who wouldn't want more of the classic Muppets? Agreed. Yep, you but, betcha. But, but, but hey, it's like some, somebody always wants to take away some best parts on on internet hack lives. <laughs> we need to keep you off the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or else I won't get too stressed about doing this podcast. Yeah, we need to keep you off of some of those uh, threads. 
All right. We ready to say goodnight? Yeah. All right. You feeling better, Fiona? You had your therapy? Maybe. Little? Yeah. I'm glad you got that off your chest. All right, Fiona. Why don't you say goodnight to everybody out there? Goodnight to anyone that, that tricked me, Eve, for having a stay-at-home day when it's also <laughs> work day still. Good, good night, Miss Calhoun, Mr. Hamilton, Miss Smith, Mr. Hedrick, Miss Mendoza, Mr. Wooler, Mr. Gonzalez, Mr. Comet, Estefani, and Mr. Milligan. Good night to all our teachers because we can't see them for a while. Yeah. Yep. All right. Do you have any friends at school you want to say good night to? Have a, a good night, Alejandro. And and I think he, he so far does agree on his Disney Plus. He agrees with you on Disney Plus? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you have a, someone who agrees with you on Disney Plus for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you can catch Fiona uh, as Fiona Toad Girl on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can catch her artwork and all the fun stuff she's been doing at home since we've yes. all been at home. I'm not trying to stress stress Gun- Gonzalez with my artwork. Yeah, poor Mr. Gonzalez. Yes, he asked Fiona to do a simple thing, and it turns into um, a really intricate art piece. <laughs> Don't worry, we might post all 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 of my imagination, all of that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've been doing that. Yep, for sure, absolutely. Ryan, why don't you say goodnight to everybody out there? Well, good night to my Aunt Dolores and good night to my mom and to all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. You can catch me at Twitter at Ryan Flint underscore edu. And again, we appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys are safe and well. Absolutely. And uh, this is Colleen saying good night to everybody. And I say good night to um, Aunt Lynette and my mom and to all our listeners out there. Thanks for listening. And this episode will probably um, be titled March 20th, but it's actually April, and April is Autism Awareness Month. And um, just be aware that uh, there's lots of kiddos out there with autism, and give them some time, and give them patience and understanding. Um, and I, I have some quality time to, to appreciate put, put, put autism needs on a puzzle piece. Yes, yes. So unfortunately, the autism walk that we have in uh, San Antonio had to be postponed until the fall. And Fiona will actually have she creates a puzzle piece for the walk. And uh, you can bid online for her puzzle piece that she creates. And it's usually uh, well, it is is an original piece of art that she creates for the walk to raise money. And last year, um, <laughs> I didn't know she was going to get it done or not. And we turned it in at like 5 a.m. in the morning to the walk that day. And her piece brought in $75. So I thought was, that was pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just walk by is coming by. And um, it starts, I think it started like at 25 and it went up five, $5 increments. So that was pretty awesome to raise that money for. And this is all local in San Antonio. So all the money stays in San Antonio and goes to benefits the families here with autism, getting them training, getting them um, the necessary connections they need to get uh, to help their children. So it's a really great. It's uh, actually through um, any baby can. 
And I know there are different cities that have that organization. And um, if you see that organization, it's a really great one to donate to because it is a local organization and all the money stays in your city to help those families in need. So uh, thanks for listening. You can catch me on Tinkscout on Instagram and Twitter. And um, please email us at comments at dispodopolis.com. Um, we're on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter, and we've been doing some stuff out there and having a lot of fun. <laughs> and we can't wait for the parks to open again. So that would be awesome. I think everyone's, everyone's acting like a Statler and Waldorf for with all the parks closing and with begging on their Disney+. Plus. Yeah, well, it's just a little hard right now, and people have a, are a little anxious, and this is a very different thing. No one's ever gone through a situation like this before, so we're kind of all experiencing something new for the first time, for sure. So everyone, stay safe, stay home. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. <laughs> Apparently, we keep recording, <laughs> which is super awesome. And so we'll see you guys real soon. Have a good one. Now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
comes from swimming pools. Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.